Chapter 18 of Pee Wee Harris. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris by Percy Keese Fitzhugh. Chapter 18 The Voice of the Tail Light. One night after dark, Pepsi and Pee Wee were sitting in their little roadside pavilion because they preferred it to the lamp-lighted kitchen smelling of kerosene where uncle ebenezer read the american farm journal his arms spread on the red-covered table a cheery little cricket chirped somewhere in this scene of impending failure nearby a katydid was grinding out her old familiar song as if it were the latest popular air in the barn across the yard the discordant sound of the horses kicking the echoing boards sounded clear in the still night and seemed a part of the homely music of the countryside suddenly a speeding auto containing perhaps its load of merry heedless joy-riders went rattling over the old bridge along the highway and the loose planks called out across the interval of woodland to the little red-headed girl in this remote shack along the obscure by-road you have to go back you have to go back you have to go back little did those speeding riders know of the voice they had called up to terrify this unknown child the rattling warning voice ceased as suddenly as it had begun as the unseen car rolled noiselessly along the smooth highway don't you be scared of it Pee-wee said you're as bad as licorice thick those old boards don't know what they're talking about i wouldn't be scared of what anything said unless it was alive that's sure they voted not to build a new bridge for two years because they've got to build a new schoolhouse said pepsi that's because this county hasn't got much money i'll be glad when they build it the floor's got to be made out of stone like you mean the bridge yes and i wish they'd hurry up every night i hear that and i know boards tell the truth because if a door squeaks that means you're going to get married all you need is an oil can to keep from getting married then said Pee-wee. because if you oil a door it won't squeak so there let's hear you answer that argument there was no answer to that argument keeping single was just a matter of lubrication but just the same that appalling sentence which had become fixed in pepsi's mind haunted her especially when she lay on her feather mattress in the yellow painted bed up in her little room she was just about to go in when they were aroused by a sound in the distance pee-wee thought it was an auto and he made ready to deliver his usual verbal assault to the travellers louder and louder grew the sound and suddenly a motorcycle with no headlight went whizzing past in the darkness it was followed by another also without any headlight but this second rider stopped a little distance beyond the shack and got off his machine something he knew not what dissuaded pee-wee from making his customary announcements and he stood in the darkness watching this second speeder who seemed to be delayed by some trouble with his machine the traveller was certainly too hurried and preoccupied to think of doughnuts meanwhile the first cyclist had covered perhaps fifty yards and was still going the little red tail light of his machine shone brightly 
Pee-wee was just wondering why these travelers used no headlights and whether the first cyclist would return to assist his friend when he beheld something which caught and held his gaze in rapt concentration the little red tail light went out and on four times in quick succession there followed an appreciable pause then two quick flashes pee-wee watched the tiny light spellbound it appeared for a couple of seconds then flashed twice with lightning rapidity hide pee-wee repeated to himself and motioned with his hand for pepsi not to move now in such rapid succession that pee-wee could hardly follow them the flashes appeared tinier as the cyclist sped further away hide kelly's barn pee-wee breathed presently the second cyclist was on his machine again speeding through the darkness either the first cyclist knew that his friend's trouble was not serious or time was so precious that he could not pause in any case indeed their flight must have been urgent to speed on such a road without headlights the whole thing had a rather sinister look pee-wee wondered who kelly was and where his barn was located End of chapter 18 Recording by John Brandon